the episode that aired on June 9th, 2017, had some audio difficulties. We have cleaned up the broadcast a little bit, uh, have not gotten rid of all the static, but the audio is much clearer than it was on the Diversity Broadcasting Network that night. Uh, this is no fault of Diversity Broadcasting Network. It was technical difficulties on our end of the program. Uh, so here is broadcast number two, genetics, past, present, and future. Hope you enjoy. Show number two. Show number know. two is on genetics. Genetics, eugenics, GMO, HMO, <laughs> LMNOP, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Uh, we are dabbling in what some say is the field of God. Hmm. Field of God. You know, there are people who say, there are scientists who say, I can't remember right now, but there is a scientist out there. I think he's dead now. But he said the genetic code is so complex that it almost had to be designed, you know, by something else. I don't remember his name. I just remember hearing it or seeing it. Okay. Um, that could have been an this, alcoholic state at times. It could be. be um, <laughs> it probably is vaguely familiar. It depends on when he said it. Um, but I know as complicated as it is, we're mapping the, mapping the heck out of it. We actually started the Human Genome Project, uh, I believe in two, or 1990, and it was a $3 billion project. And they said it was going to take, if I remember correctly, it was supposed to take 15 years, and they did it much less. They released their first findings in April of 2003, um, and they almost had it all mapped. Um, and then in 2006, they actually published, I think it was the scientific journal Nature, actually published the last part of the human genome. Um, so, yeah, a lot of it uh, has been done. Uh, the project was con considered completed in 2006. Um, and they did find markers for intelligence and strength and, you know, all those other things so, that make us you know, what we are. Uh, I used to tell people, uh, you can comment as well, but uh, in the Bible, uh, which, you know, obviously was an influence on my life, um, it talks about all men are created equal. And actually, I think it's in the Constitution as well. things in the one that wasn't anymore. You know. you know, but no, it, it is in the Bible. All men are created equal. Um, all men are women, I should say. Uh, but uh, and what that means and how I explain to kids doesn't mean that I'm going to have the same math skills as you or the same vocal skills as somebody else or the same writing skills or whatever it may be. Um, but I'm going to excel in areas that you're not going to excel, and you're going to excel in areas I'm not going to excel, and that's what makes us equal. That's how I've always viewed it anyway. Yeah, I think on a, on a base level, we are all equal. We all, for the most part, have rudimentary the same skills. We, have the same, we should have the same rights and things like that. But then 
whether it's nature or nurture, which is always a topic, uh, we start to grow and develop differently. And I think that's where, uh, not just genetics, but I think, again, we, we hinted at it last show, there, I think everyone has the ability to be a little psychic, a little, a little, you know, more than what they are, and I think that depends on how much of they can access in their mind. And, yeah, and, I, and I looked that up. I looked up because I, I, I always remember the, the statistic that we only use 10% of our brain. And uh, scientists have said, no, no, we use all our brain, which you're right, we do. I'm sure we use all our brain to do what we have to do. And, uh, but I like to think that there's more to it than just the physical brain. There's the mind. And that there are areas of the mind that we haven't unlocked that give us those extra abilities. But that's on an intellectual, that's on a mental playing field. The physical. That's something that science is starting to tweak with. And although, you know, I don't... You won't see it publicly that they're tweaking with the human condition. But you gotta know, you gotta know that someone somewhere, somewhere, somewhere is. Yeah, and that's, that's an interesting point because I, before this show, folks, and I have to do a lot of research for this, by the way, before this show, I was under the impression that the UN had banned it and all these countries signed this ban. Uh, no, no, they didn't. <laughs> they, they did institute a ban. Oops. Some countries signed it. Um, we signed it. It's a non-binding ban, by the way, about human development. Um, it's a non-binding ban, but Britain didn't sign it. I don't think France signed it. Um, I don't think Italy signed it. Russia didn't sign it. China didn't sign it. Um, so all these other countries didn't sign this, you know, non-binding ban by the UN anyway. Uh, but then I, I figured, well, there's got to be some law in the United States against human cloning. Um, no, believe it or not, there isn't. It's been before the House, uh, the Senate, and the Congress before, um, but it's never been passed. Um, which was shocking to me again. Um, I thought for sure, you know, someone along would say, this might be not a good idea. So, uh, <laughs> nope, not so much. Um, so now, <laughs> in this country, uh, now a lot of people don't know our military budget, okay? But just for black budget or black projects or special access projects, okay? This is where even the president, for most cases, has no idea what's going on, okay? Um, and if there's even two senators who know anything about these programs, it would be shocking. Um, but basically, it's just unaccounted, un, uncounted money that's giving uh, to the military industrial complex uh, for special weapons uh, development, uh, aircraft development, you know, stuff you see out in Area 51, the stuff that they, you know, the super secret projects are developing. Our budget for that, okay, is an estimated $100 billion a year. You could take all the militaries in the world, except for Russia, and combine them, and we spend more on our black projects than all the militaries in the world combined on their entire military uh, uh, budget, um, which is, is it's fascinating. So you know, okay, at least I think I know, that we're experiencing with super soldiers. You know, they, they got little embryos running around, you know, and they're doing all kinds of things to them. They're probably building laser guns in their ass for all we know, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of things, you know. Sure. Oh, by the way, this is I'm a, a sure. PG-14 uh, show, PG-14. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how practical that particular <laughs> genetic enhancement is, but we'll find out, I'm sure. 
So what you're going to find as the show progresses, not only tonight, but I'm sure in the weeks ahead, um, Jeff will do the research. <laughs> I have a tendency to watch television. <laughs> so my contributions tonight are two movies I've actually watched recently that they're movies and they're Hollywood, and, but you got to think there's some truth in there someplace. There's always, there's there's always, always a grain of truth in there someplace. Sliver of truth somewhere. So... As far as genetics goes, the, the one that had the most influence on me in thinking about it, and we kind of hinted when I said eugenics, is Khan. Minion Singh from Star Trek. Uh, original and the new reboot from a few years ago. Um, this is a story of a genetically enhanced human and his brothers and sisters that were genetically enhanced. And even though Gene Roddenberry had the time frame wrong, he had this he had this year to happen in the late 1990s. Uh, basically, these handful of supermen overtook the world. Yep. They yep. divided up into, I believe, eight sections, and they ran control over it. And it wasn't until uh, this story is very truncated, but basically, people revolted and threw them out of power and. You know, even though they were Superman, they didn't breed more Superman to give them competition. Right. Which makes perfect sense. sense. Um, and they they left the planet and blah blah blah. And 300 years later, Kurt finds them. You can watch the episodes called Space Seed. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> and then the new movie reboot where where uh, they take a look at the episode from the original and they do their own take on it on this new Star Trek timeline. Same thing. They find Khan, they wake him up. He's super intelligent, super strong, superior in every respect. Uh, he is as vicious as he is intelligent and strong. And it just, the message they drive home is that, you know, you can do this. You can breed them, you can alter them to be super strong, super intelligent, but you can't breed out the arrogance. Right. You can't breed out the ambition. Uh, you can't you can't have all these great things that you can do, and you be humble. I guess maybe you could, but it doesn't usually happen that way. Right, and you know, just to go back just a tad bit, uh, my biggest disappointment in the original Star Trek episode, you know, where they find Khan, um, is Khan never actually gets in a physical confrontation with Mister Spock. Now, if you know anything about Star Trek, okay, Mr. Spock comes from Vulcan, and they have a higher gravity, so they're a lot stronger than normal human. And I always thought it would have been fascinating to see Spock and Khan go at it and kick each other's ass, all right? But that didn't happen. You had to see James Kirk, a regular human being, fight him, all right? Which made no sense to me. So I think Star Trek knew that. But let's go back to genetics. But, <laughs> in Jeff's point, maybe they, maybe they were talking to Jeff and they did the, did the reboot. Spock and Khan actually get into it at oh, the end. Oh, really? See, I did not see. See, the when they reboot. did the reboot, they actually switched it around. Instead of Kirk, instead of Spock dying at the end of Wrath of Khan, the movie, yeah. Kirk dies at the end. See, I, I didn't see and this. Spock, Spock goes a little crazy after Khan. And he still got his walking ass kicked. Khan is, Khan is super strong. Yeah, well, you know, here's my problem with the new Star Trek. Since we're, we're bringing up all kinds of stuff today. We'll get back to you next, people, we'll, we'll right? Get back, we'll get back on top of I am a diehard Star Trek fan, and I refuse to watch the new movies because uh, they screwed up the whole timeline, and it really pissed me off. It's a new timeline. No, it's wrong. It's all wrong. They screwed up the entire universe and the entire Star Trek history, and Gene Roddenberry would never allow that to happen if he was still alive. You know, here's the fascinating thing about 
the characters and the races, okay? Now, a lot of people realize, and they never put it together, but you look at a Vulcan. The Vulcan is a side of the human being where they use logic. You look at a Romulan. The Romulan race is based on a side of human beings that are just kind of deceitful. You look at the Klingon. The Klingon is a side of the human race that are, uh, yeah, are, are uh, fighters and, and you know, aggression. Um, and every race in Star Trek is based on a piece of the human psyche. A lot of people don't realize that. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Oh, a lot of people don't get that, though. I'm like, when I explain to them, they're like, what? Huh? I'm like, no, really, that's that's how he did it. That's how Gene Roddenberry wrote the He did races. it, and the show never lasts long enough to explore all the different ones. Right. Yeah. But they have, again, this is way off topic, but they have, <laughs> they have done that with some of the other spinoffs. Right. Uh, the short-lived uh, series Enterprise, which actually takes a look at the, the Star Trek universe about 100 years before Kirk comes into play. Um... You don't like the reboots? I love the reboots. I think J.J. Abrams is a genius because he's he's made this alternate timeline. He's explained how he's done the timeline, why now it's alternate, and he's made he's made a whole new whole new series without really damaging the old because the old would be before the timeline. Well, but I know we, I we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna agree yeah. and disagree on this. Yeah, yeah. But um, but uh, and they do they it's and I find them I find the new movies fun to watch because I look for the little parallels and little jokes and little gags that kind of wink and nod to the old show right. and things like that. I, that's what I enjoy. But anyways, so <laughs> the other movie that I just recently watched and it really got me thinking about the genetic thing was Wolverine, or not, Logan, Logan, which is the newest one from the X-Men series. I haven't watched any X-Men movie, and I'm not kidding. Okay. So <laughs> Logan, I've been living under a rock, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you familiar with the X-Men? I, the I've mutant, seen the characters. The mutants, I have an idea of who the they mutants. are. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the biggest threat to the, mut- the, the X-Men, the mutants, are the scientists that want to harness their mutations to create a better human, and actually it's the military, so it's a better soldier. Well, Wolverine is basically his, he regenerates almost instantly. His bones, they break, they go badly. And they infused him with this indestructible metal on all his bones. So now he's got, he's got his bones, got metal. But they talk about these these weapons. And uh, Logan, he's an old man now, it's set in the year 20, 29, but they've taken a group of children and been doing experiments with them and trying to give them these mutant powers and things like that. And they also are trying to basically build the character Wolverine from scratch. Hmm. Almost like cloning, but they're they're taking the best parts of different things or whatever. Again, I not to not to be inducted to the Tin Hat Society. But you can't tell me that there isn't something like this going on somewhere. And no, that's a very interesting point. Uh, and I'll tell you who's leading the charge, by the way. And if you if you Google this, you'll find the news stories about this. The one country that has a great history of human rights, ha 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 ha, China, is actually leading the world in genetics. And this is no joke. I'm not joking. Uh, but, there is absolutely no ban, uh, no area off-topic in China uh, when it comes to genetic enhancement. 
Um, they've already, uh, they actually have a sequence, uh, a genetically uh, sequence that they can use, a technology they can use to start changing uh, the intelligence. So they're already work. The Chinese are already working on this. This is way off, by the way. They're already working on this. Um, uh, this technology, the Chinese are. Um, so here's my fear. Okay, here's my fear. In the United States, we have some moral codes, and as far as I know, there is a ban. By the way, there, I did forget there is a law. No federal funding can be used for human cloning or genetics. Um, if I remember correctly, I know it's human cloning. No federal funding. So that part has been banned, uh, which a lot of universities obviously rely on grants from the federal government for the research. So that's one good area. Um, but, okay, there's always going to be people out there, and it doesn't matter what country they're from or, you know, what their nationality is or anything of that nature. They're going to have money. And, you know, they're going to want to have kids that are smarter, maybe stronger and faster than the normal, the Joneses down the street in their, you know, $50,000 house when they're living in a $2.5 million and enough money's going to come some way to some genetics and some doctors, and they're going to work up a scheme, and they're going to be able to start changing the genetic markers for intelligence, strength, uh, endurance, and that kind of thing, uh, size, whatever it may be. And you're going to start out with a very small portion of the human race that is genetically enhanced, and it's going to go undetected for some time. I mean, obviously, the kid will have 170 IQ. They'll be picked up in school that he's really smart, but they're going to think he's gifted. Um, and there'll be a number of these kids. But what, or, what's going to happen over time, though, is you will have a new class, and literally a new human race, develop out of this. And, you know, people like me who aren't genetically enhanced, or my children who aren't genetically enhanced, um, and, and my one kid, believe it or not, is, uh, is gifted. Uh, he's actually in a special uh, leadership program uh, for gifted children. Um, but regardless, uh, they're going to be second-class citizens. Um, and that's what's going to happen over time. You will have a class system, uh, not just in this country, I believe, but in this world. And the kids that have been genetically enhanced will become adults, and they'll mate with genetically enhanced other adults, and those kids will be genetically enhanced. Um, and you will have two species of humans at that point. Um, and that is a very, very scary proposition. Because we talked about slavery a little bit in our last, our last uh, show, and you actually have... You know, you're setting up a scenario where you get a slavery again, just in a whole new way. You know, and, and that's a very scary proposition. I I agree. I think that's that's probably one of the downsides. I I, I do feel the military option is going to be the bigger thing. It's going to be us trying to build that weapon or them trying to build that weapon. And to be us, I think I get you saying. We right. signed whatever. Yeah, it's for, not mining. For, for what that we it's we also we also signed the constitution, but that doesn't yeah. be doing a whole lot of good right now either. <laughs> but um, I think it's going to be those kind of things that uh, move us forward. And again, too much sword is going to move us forward, but it's also probably going to put us back a little bit. Um, second class citizens, even without genetics, we're starting to see that now, anyways. I mean, obviously we get paid to do work, but some of the some of the stuff you look at it's the workers and and the haves and the have-nots. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a one percenter in all this and <laughs> occupy occupy the studio, but um, you know we're starting you to left wing nut job. Yeah, you know, 
But we're starting to see that anyways. Um, would I rather have someone that's got enhanced intelligence running the show? Probably. Right. Uh, as long as they don't have that enhanced ambition and aggression. Well, I think, unfortunately, that's going to come. And that's and that's gonna be part of it. You yeah. can't you can't enhance one without enhancing it. The other you you'd almost would not want to. Right, exactly. You yeah. you've gotta you you've gotta take the good with the bad, you gotta take the yin with the yang, the light with the dark. Um but yeah, we're 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 taking the big steps and jumps in the in the uh, human evolution on some of this stuff and it's happening now without I think anyone really overly realizing it. And what's scary, too, um, in this country, the United States, um, is even though there's a federal ban on, or a money, a federal ban on the taxpayer money being used for this, um, I do not know if that applies to the military budget. I would think it did, but I, I, I'm not 100% sure. So it may even apply to black projects. I don't know. But the one thing about black projects, they're not funded completely by um, the American people. Uh, there's private corporations like Lockheed Martin, this name one, not picking on Lockheed Martin, the same, um, that are had their hands in special access projects, and that's just part of what they do. Uh, they developed it, you know, I think they developed it outside of something like Blackbird. Uh, they helped with the B-2 bomber. Oh, yeah, and stealth the technology. And stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that, that was all special access black projects, um, and that's private money. Now, there's no law that says private money can't be used for this. So a lot of these, you know, uh, international... Uh, and our United States uh, defense contractors are could be developing, you know, genetics, and we wouldn't even know it. Like you see, even with NASA now, NASA is turning more and more uh, of their operations over to private companies, and, and, and there's two reasons for that. One, it saves the taxpayer money. But two, uh, private companies are not bound by the Freedom of Information Act law, which was passed in 1974. So, all these private companies can do all kinds of research. And since they're not using taxpayer money, they're not under any obligation of that law that they have to release those details. So, they're, I'm, like you said, we're, we're pretty much 100% positive that we're doing things that I think a vast majority of Americans would not agree with. Oh, yeah. There's, not so much not agree with, but just we are a country that enjoys taking the moral high ground. Yep. Any and every chance, whether it's in our best interest or not. I will tell you though, I think this is again like so much on the show is personal opinion. The cost to medical companies, medical consortiums, the pharmaceutical field is going to be is is the reason that we haven't had very public leaps and bounds with genetics. Because you start, you start curing, weeding out, and getting rid of disease. You you find how long we've been looking for a cure to cancer. Oh, billions and billions of dollars tied up in that. Billions of dollars in drugs. Billions of in dollars. drugs yeah. in in fundraising. Not saying it shouldn't fundraise, but just money in that. Political clout. Uh, hospitals and therapy and this and that. Uh, heart disease. Um, how much is in the common cold every? single season flu shot the money involved in disease and death is what's keeping us from making the jumps to a healthier life through genetic manipulation mapping coding whatever because it would just cost too much to the medical fields and there, I would again tinfoil society 
I am telling you that, that the medical field, the medical corporations are suppressing the research from the general public. Not that they aren't doing it, don't get me wrong, but they're suppressing it from the general public. Well, yeah, and, and, and I understand you know, what you're saying is correct. I understand from their perspective why they're doing it. You're not just talking about companies going bankrupt overnight, these medical companies, these pharmaceutical companies, but you're talking about literally in this country alone, millions and millions of jobs in, in the health industry. It's gone overnight. It's just like oil. You know, everyone's like, oh, we should be off oil by now. Hey, coal, obviously we should be. And I can tell you right now for a fact that Lockheed Martin has developed a fusion generator. Okay, that's a fact. You actually can read about it. It's not make-believe. All right, we have fusion technology. Okay, we are there. But they are stretching out how long it takes <laughs> to incorporate it into everyday life so they can slowly, slowly weed us off oil and coal and uh, even natural gas. Um, just because it would it'd be a shock, not just the United States government, in, in society, in our economy, but the entire world. You know, you're talking billions of people out of work. You know, why do you need an electrical company bringing an electrical into your house when you have a little fusion drive in your basement? You, you don't need it anymore. You have free energy. Or in the back of your DeLorean. Yeah, or in the back of DeLorean. Just, just yeah. fusion. Yeah, you know. Throw some banana yeah. peel, some garbage in there, we're good yeah, to go. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Your flux capacitor, you're good to go, hey, brother. Baby. You know, so... <laughs> you know, here's a funny story. When I was a manager at Kmart, okay, this is no joke. I had to bring this up. I said flux capacitors. Now we got to go with it. All right. So <laughs> this guy, uh, I can't even remember the kid's name, but he was like 18 years old. He was a good kid, but he was a little slow. Yeah, most 18-year-olds, I guess, are. But anyway, so one night, you know, it's Kmart. You know, we're closing up, and, you know, I had a bunch of customers in electronics, and I used to walkie-talkie. I'm like, so-and-so. Hey, could you run back to electronics and get the flux capacitor to aisle two? I got a customer up here once one. Okay, Jeff. So that poor kid went back to electronics looking for a freaking flux capacitor. I ain't making this stuff up. I really did this. So I would go on for a good 10 minutes, and I finally yelled at him. I'm like, where's that flux capacitor? I can't find it. I go, I'll be right back to show you. And that, I actually grabbed the, the DVD when I got back to electronics and showed him. You know, anyway, it was just a funny story since we were talking about time travel. So, yeah, I just, I think there's a lot of things that, you know, they look at the, the long and the short and decide whether it's economics, but it's also, like Joseph, can you imagine if all of a sudden all these jobs are gone? Yeah. Boom. Um, I remember now what I was going to talk about. Um, marijuana. Marijuana's bad, <laughs> Marijuana. Um, how many decades and decades have there's been this war on marijuana and yeah. drugs, and now and now as it starts to get legal for medicinal purposes, they're finding all these things that supposedly it cures right. or helps. Yeah. Well, and, you know, what's funny, the marijuana deal, and this, this is what I always found fascinating, and, and, and this was the far right-wing nut jobs on the Republican side. Right after 9-11 and shortly after, you started seeing commercials about if you smoke marijuana or had anything to do with marijuana, you were supporting terrorism. Do you remember those commercials? 
Um, yeah, because yeah, of yeah. throwing it and the poppy fields over. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the Democrats tried it years later under Barack Obama, not with marijuana, but with guns. If you were a gun-toting guy who supported guns, you were, you were helping terrorists. They, they, this is the crazy stuff that both sides of the aisle do. See, I'm not anti-left, by the way. I'm anti-right, too. Uh, they're both nuts. Both sides just total nuts. But go ahead. You got your point. I'm sorry. That'd be anti-idiots. <laughs> yeah, right. um, yeah, and it's one of those things that, you know, and you can make it an argument. Like, well, you know, it's a drug and it leads to this. So does Oxycontin. So does Valium. So does all these other prescription drugs that we hand out like candy, leave laying around for our kids to take, to have their whatever pill, pill parties yeah, and yeah. things like that. Yeah. You know, if this stuff's going to work, if it's going to be better, then do it. And But we just don't because it's going to be such, you know, they, they fight so hard to protect their own pockets. Yep. yep. And, you know, it's not just the, the companies. It, it's it's member of Congress and Senate. And this is one of the reasons we should have term limits. These people are not there for your interest. Okay, if they're long-term, like the John McCain's, he's an evil bastard. I'm sorry, but he is. Lindsey Graham, he's an evil bastard. I don't care. He really is. And, you know, by the way, I worked on John McCain's presidential uh, 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 bid, okay? I worked on the, on the party uh, as a volunteer. And let me tell you, I'm so glad he lost because right now we'd be in the nuclear wasteland. But seriously, these people are out for themselves. They're evil, evil people. And it's not just the Republicans and not just the Democrats, both sides. These people are looking out for their special interests with their stocks tied up in these pharmaceutical companies and all their other little buddies that contribute money to their campaigns, you know, they're looking out for each other's backs. You know, they're not looking out for the American people. They really aren't. I I am not saying they're wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a tough time. It's 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 getting crazy. We got we got President Trump who's beholden to no one. Except himself. That's right. And you can say that's good or bad, but it's a fresher. I would breath of fresh air. I would ask me. It's it's probably better the devil you know. You know who Trump's looking out for. He's looking out for the American people. He's looking out for himself. Right. It may not be in that order, but it's gonna be real close. <laughs> These other politicians, you don't know. They're they're obviously looking out for themselves, but I don't know if they're really looking out for their constituents. So, I get I get the issues people have with the man. But he had the resources to do what he did. And and I know Jeff and I have discussed this a couple times, at least. Both Democrat and Republican had every opportunity to stop him. Yep. And they didn't. So the question is, they didn't because they didn't want to? Or was it they didn't because they couldn't do it? That's right. And I find it hard to believe in this day and age... With all the shenanigans that go on, election year in and election year out, that is because they couldn't do it. And on that note, we're gonna we're gonna follow up on that in a minute. But I think it's time for shot. I think it's a shot. Shout yeah. out. And I think today we are gonna do uh, Evan Williams Cherry, which is it's a whiskey. It's a bourbon. It, yes, it's Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey blended with cherry liquor. So this would be really good. It's 35 alcohol. I hardly know her. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, Emil, what shot glass did you Oh, give me that alien. You want the alien? This oh, is I Harper's do. alien. Right, it's got a little crack in it, but you won't get your oh, tongue on it. All right. I'm good with the crack. All right. I'm going to take the bottoms up with the chick's hot ass. Which has a little, I get some little ass crack tonight. in it as well. And, oh, it's PG-14. Hot ass tonight. Okay. 
What's it going? <laughs> what? What are they out in post production? <laughs> and he, I don't know if you guys can pick that up, but he's actually pointing. You can hear it a little. Yeah, that's good stuff. Look at that. Yeah, it's the nectar of the gods. Like nectar of. This has got me through a lot of uh, situations over the years. It's uh, way, so it's an affordable nectar of the gods. Yep, it's, uh, and it's got me... Um, um, I, I have to leave that one alone. Okay, so here's to swimming with... Bowling room. There we go. <coughs> Goddamn. Smooth. Yeah, all right. Oh. <coughs> Goddamn. Mm. That was good stuff. That was good. Yep. <laughs> I highly recommend Evan Williams, Evan Williams Cherry Kentucky Great Bourbon. I highly recommend it. Good stuff. Okay, so we were talking about Mr. Trump, and uh, we—that's right. And you know, here it is, folks. And this is where I'm coming from. Now, I w I'm a libertarian. Just so everyone knows, uh, I was a uh, Democrat for many years when I, I voted for Bill Clinton in my first election. My second election, I voted for Bill Clinton. Uh, I worked on the Al Gore campaign uh, when he ran, um, and he screwed that all up on his own, by the way. Uh, he did lose, and he, he did it on himself. I'm sorry. I, look, I worked on his campaign. I'm telling you what happened. I know. All right. I was a volunteer, by the way. I wasn't paid. I was a volunteer. Um, I later, then I switched over to John McCain uh, because I didn't know any better. Um, so I'm just going to leave it at that. I was young and stupid. Uh, <laughs> And then I was glad, uh, not at first, that Obama won, uh, but later I was very thankful. I didn't know how much of a uh, war hawk McCain was until after the fact. Um, so Obama, as bad as he was, probably saved us from World War III. Uh, now, going on Donald Trump. So here I am a libertarian, and I was all about Gary Johnson. Now, Gary Johnson uh, came out and kind of endorsed uh, a particular group. Um, that I'm not happy with their antics. It's Black Lives Matter. And I'm not trying to offend anyone. I just, just don't like how they, uh, a lot of their events go. Uh, there's, there's a lot of hatred there from what I see. And I, I just don't like that kind of stuff. Um, so I couldn't vote for Gary Johnson in good conscience. And there's no way I was voting for Hillary Clinton. It just wasn't going to happen. Uh, you couldn't ask more than a corporate whore than anybody than her. All right. There's, she, by far, the worst senator in New York history. And Schumer's right behind her. All right. So anyway, going on that. So then it, that left, so Trump's in this, you know, in watching Trump, and I, I really liked uh, Rand Paul. I could have voted for Rand Paul. Out of all the Republicans, I would have voted for him. But he didn't get any traction whatsoever. So uh, Trump beats 16, let me rephrase it, 16 good Republicans in the primary. 16, okay, with his own money. He beats them. Think about that, folks. 16 good Republicans that had the full support of the Republican Party. And he beats them. So he not only beat Hillary Clinton, he beat the Republican machine. Okay. So then he's up against Clinton, you know, in the general election. Now, and she stole it, along with the help of the Democratic Party from Bernie Sanders. Let's just be honest. Okay. Bernie Sanders was your nominee, and the Democratic Party did what it did, and it screwed him over. And everyone knows it. It's not false. We have the emails, which are factual. They've never been denied. We know what happened. Um, he was. Look, we know they were handing questions off to Hillary Clinton during the debates even, all right? CNN, yeah, fake news. Really, Trump's right about that, by the way. I don't agree with Trump on a lot of things, but he's right about CNN being fake news. I'm probably going to see it. But anyway, it's true. So uh, 
So not only does the guy beat the Republican Party, then he beats the Democratic Party, right? And she outspends him almost three to one, especially in the key states. She outspent him five to one. He beat her in those states anyways, and he used his own money. He used his own money. I'm like, my gosh. And he was frugal because he didn't spend the kind of money the Democrats in the Hillary Clinton campaign were. All right, so you have a man that wins Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Florida. All right, he took all these states that wasn't supposed to ever happen, okay? How could anyone in the right mind, when you stack all those numbers against, okay, tell me that he is not God's trumpet? I'm sorry, if there's a God, he is God's trumpet. There's no doubt about it in my mind, because he beat them all. He said, come at me, I'm going to whoop you, and he whooped them all. Now, do I agree with everything that's going on with Trump? Absolutely not. I do not agree with a lot of decisions he made. But I'll tell you this, the current thing that's going on with this this make-believe, you know, uh, memo, all right, here's the thing with the memo, all right, so James Comey, the head of the FBI, writes a memo to himself, apparently, no one's seen the memo yet, folks, remember, no one has seen the memo, okay, just remember that, he writes a memo to himself, and that automatically somehow proves that Trump should be, you know, uh, taken out of office, you know, impeached, basically, on a make-believe memo that no one has seen that Comey writes to himself. It's a memo to himself. How's that anyway legal in any way? Why would you? But here's the thing. You don't just see Democrats calling for impeachment. You got the McCain's, you know, sitting there now on the Republican side going, oh, yeah, you know, this could be bad. And, you know, doing everything they can to make the man look even worse. You know, and so you know the two parties are working together. Oh, yes, they do work together when they want to, and right now they are. Because you know what? Neither of them, neither party likes how he's upset the apple cart. It's not business as usual as they would have had with Hillary Clinton, and that's what's pissing them off. Because they knew they would have had their way. You know, granted, the Republicans would have got to what they wanted, but and the Democrats would have got everything they wanted. But big business and the way they screw people over and how the parties screw people over, they would have got what they wanted. Okay, in, in the long run, they would have got what they wanted with her. And they don't like that Trump isn't owned by them, and that's it's driving them batshit crazy, BG-14. It really is. So now you have this conspiracy of these evil, evil senators and congressmen on both sides of the aisle trying to take down this man on nothing, on nothing. Now, <clears throat> I've got money riding on this, by the way, with a bunch of people. I made a bet with people two months ago. The people told me by June 2nd he'd be impeached. I said, there's no way. So I got money, and I'm going to win a lot of money, and I can't wait. Now, will he be impeached in the future? That's a possibility, but I guarantee you it's not going to be over this memo crap. I'll tell you that right now, because it's make-believe. It's fake news. Thank you, CNN. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> since I run the website, and it's, let's talk it all back out, <laughs> and before that all gets lit up with emails and, and comments, um, I'm sure Trump took donations, so it wasn't all his money. No, he did take so, some money. Right, no, 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 he be, did. Before we started right, getting, right, right. Before no, I started getting facts right, and figures thrown right, in, right. Uh, but yeah, it was. It was mostly his money. It was. He didn't take a lot of special interest. Didn't take a lot of that nonsense. Um, the question Jeff asked about, you know, Comey writing memos to himself. The only other people I know that write memos to themselves are Alzheimer's patients who write down light switch and put it on the light yeah, switch and things like that. Right, right. And I'm not knocking the Alzheimer's patients. I'm just saying. That's what my picture was when he was talking about writing the memo to himself. <laughs> this guy's got Alzheimer's. I hope he doesn't have it, but I'm just saying, sounds like something's not working right with the memory there. And that's what he did. He the the he had this 
lunch or dinner or meeting with Trump, and he, from memory, wrote down this conversation he right. had. Yeah. Um, again, do I think Trump's doing everything by the book? Probably his book. Yeah. It, it, have, it, you, have you read his books? Then you'll probably understand what I'm saying when I say that. But he's he's about business. He's about business. The way businesses should be run, and in you know, we just said that you know, the Democrats and Republicans working together. I really feel they work together a lot more than we realize. That we go year in and year out without making any progress. That's because that's because they're they're rigging the game. Hey, if we don't do this and we don't do we don't make any progress in this, we can come back in four years and do it and talk about it again. It gives me stuff to talk about when I'm out campaigning for myself. They're rigging the game. They're rigging the game to stay in there and, and get another four years, get another six years, make a lifetime job out of this. Yep. And term limits, I I think they would have to be a safeguard, but let's be rigging to get people in there that are about the people. And you can say what you want, but for the most part, Trump's about the people because you can't point to anything else and say that's what he's about. You really can't. This this is was he the perfect candidate? Absolutely not. But no one else had the resources or the gumption to put themselves out there and do it. If if I had the resources that Trump had, I'd have gone for it. I would vote for you. I'd work on your campaign. I would have <laughs> Jeff as my running. I've worked on worse campaigns. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but um I just it's we're in such uncharted waters. Yeah, we are. And we get to see how it plays out. I know uh, by the time this airs that uh, he will be back from his Middle East trip. Yep. And we've been seeing a lot of crazy social media stuff about that. And, and I think the last thing I saw was that him and one of the Saudis were touching some magic <laughs> orb or something. I, yeah. I'm like, wow, okay. You You're going to run with that now. Watch. Well, I, 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 got, I got no more about it before I start talking about it. <laughs> but, um, you know... Uh, and you're going to say to yourself, these two goofs were talking about genetics, and now we're talking about Trump. Well, let me tell you, if you were talking about genetics, probably Trump is the gold standard for as far away from <laughs> genetic manipulation as you can get. Because <laughs> uh, they, they tried it, and he wound up with orange hair and orange skin. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So that's obviously a genetic manipulation that didn't go right. So that's how we tie Trump into all this for right now. That's right. God's trumpet, people. Really. God's trumpet. God's trumpet. <laughs> Oh, All right, we'll, we'll, let's get back to email the email box. Yeah, yeah, right send the hate mail to me, guys. Just send it to me. But anyway, <laughs> that's Steve at Let's Talk Ghost. <laughs> no, it's not Steve at Let's Talk Ghost. Okay, <laughs> go to Let's Talk Go to the contact us page, and there's a little pre pre done form there you can fill out and send to us. We'd love to hear your thoughts on whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, in fact, there's even a show topic that you'd like us to talk about. Uh, send us an email. Absolutely. We'll talk about it. Absolutely. We're, we're new. We're sorry. We're, we're going to have some fun stuff down the road. Oh, we're easy dude, to get hold like, of us. Give you guys, we'll, we'll go back to the topic in a minute, but, you know, we've got shows planned out. I know we're going to be talking about abortion and 
you know, baby killers and all that kind of stuff in the future. Uh, we're <laughs> going to be talking about crazy stuff. We're, you know, just anything that's out there, uh, we're going to talk about. You know, uh, it's it's all open game. It'll be a general yeah. topic, but then we'll get into current events. Yeah, current events are going to pop up. Current events know. are crazy. And, yeah. uh, we'll talk about it and give you, give you our side of it. You know, and, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Uh, it is what it is. You know, is, you know... You know, for a while, people thought Barack Obama was an antichrist. Now, I didn't think that. I'm just saying I heard that. I, I read people saying that. I never thought that about Barack Obama. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of stuff out there that we, we can literally talk about in society that no one else wants to touch. Um, but, it, yeah, it's all coming, folks. If you have an idea, just, you know, just let us know. Um, but back to back to topic, okay. uh, Gen X. So well, we covered um, the, the, the second race, uh, the enhanced race, or whatever it may be. Uh, we covered, uh, you know what we haven't covered is food. Food, GMO. Yeah, GMO. Um, and what I have read, there's actually a way, and I saw it on YouTube, by the way, and I want to thank the people who make these awesome YouTube videos. Uh, by law, apparently, um, you can tell by the barcode uh, on product by what numbers on them if they've been genetically enhanced. Uh, yes, I don't remember, and I, far, I should have wrote this down, I know. Uh, but it's on YouTube. You can actually look it up on YouTube. Just look for genetic code and, uh, or not genetic code, uh, barcode and genetic code on food. And it will actually give you the numbers to look oh, for. I'll try to find it and put it to the site. That's website. a great idea. Yeah, that's, by the way, Anvil's the one doing all the website stuff. Uh, so, I don't have any, like, uh, ability to do this kind of stuff. I just find stuff I think is cool and I let him know about it and he does his magic. Uh, so he, he's been awesome, so thank you. That's what I was saying. Great. Um, I'm I'm more of a money guy. <laughs> My credit card is anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. Discover the possibilities. <laughs> um, but uh, so, uh, what do you know about genetic uh, uh, food and uh, stuff like that? What I've read is kind of one of these things. It's you know there, there's pluses and minuses of pros and cons. Um, I think it's too early to have a decision. I think that's what's so much confusion. There's, they can enhance the flavor, they can enhance the taste, they can make taste more palpable versus not more palpable, make Brussels sprouts taste like chicken. I don't know. Right. They, they go and they manipulate it and get better yields, better grains, uh, healthier, disease risk, resistant. There's all kinds of positive things they can do. Um, some of the downside, they, they say it's bad environment, they say that the genetic modifications are somehow harming the bees, um, you know, that they, they make the plants that become more disease resistant, make the insects that feed on them more disease resistant. There's a lot of, a lot of things they don't know, a lot of speculation, a lot of conjecture, just because the time and the money to, to study it appropriately isn't there. Right. It's been going on for a long time. No, a long time, and it begs the question, and it goes back to the human aspect of things as well. Do we have the right, as a species, to play God? Because that's what we're doing right now. We're playing God. Not just with ourselves now, but with nature itself. Um, I have very mixed feelings about this. Uh, I have always looked at the human race, and you know, all through history, if you really look at the human race and begin to get you know, where we are now today, we have not evolved. We've evolved through our technology. We've not evolved spiritually, and I truly believe that. And I think it's getting worse. Uh, there's less and less people going to different churches. Um, 
church attendance is way down uh, through all denominations. Um, and there's this very, this, this attitude in society, and you really, really saw this in the last election, by the way. And it's nothing to do with Trump or uh, Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders for that matter. But you really saw it where after the election was over and there was all these riots and all these kids and everything going on and burning cars and flipping over cars and all these cities, there's no respect anymore for anything. It's I can do what I want and let me do it. You know, and it's it, what bothers me about that is it's contrary to the belief that a lot of people believe. And you know, look at the Bernie Sanders platform was socialism. That's what it is. Okay, and when you socialism doesn't allow you personal rights. So for you to go out and destroy personal property, you have no right to do that. You're working against the very principles that you voted for. That made no sense to me, and that kind of reflects back into where our society is, is we now feel that we can play God and there's no bad things that can happen. We have the right to do so because we're humans and we're the top dog. Well, we may be the top dog here on planet Earth, but in, in another episode of our wonderful show, we're going to prove to you <laughs> we are not the top dog. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff talked about playing God, and I think that's part of it, but I think the other part is they don't feel they have to answer. Well, that, and maybe, yeah, maybe, there's no consciousness. Maybe not yeah. answer to God, but answer for what they do. They right. have, and we see that more and more often in kids and young adults feel that there are no consequences, that, that their rights supersede your rights. Right. And if they don't match up, then you need to change. We see that with everything. The immigrants coming in 100 years ago, 50 years ago, immigrants coming into the country, they they melded with our society. They conformed to society. Blended. I mean, they, they blended. blended. They brought blended. their own, but they blended in. Now it's, you need to change to us. Right. Well, okay, but aren't you running away from that? Exactly. Bingo. If you're running away from that, why bring it here? And if you're going to bring it here, why don't you just go back to where you were right. and fight for what you want? Yeah. We had to fight for, well, not, not me personally, not you. Right. But our, our, our heritage, right. and this goes to the person, we had to fight for what we believed in, fight for what we wanted, and stick it out. We didn't say, uh, the Southerners are leaving, so let's pack up and go to another country. You know. But it is, it's the lack of personal responsibility, lack of personal. Yeah, personal responsibility to to say I I I did that, you know I I burned that car. No, I didn't. But it wasn't me. It was the fact that Trump's president. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's we're headed in a we're headed that part of it's we're headed in a bad direction. And that's that's why I I fear yeah. the genetic manipulation, not just food, obviously, but human beings as well, because we do not have that spiritual backing. Anymore. It's evident, and that's why I pointed out when I started that conversation, is it's evident in our society that, not just in this country, but worldwide, that we don't possess that spiritual backing anymore. You know, we have, look, at, we, we, we're, the human race is like a child in a house full of matches when it comes to even nuclear weapons. You know, that's how 
mm -hmm. you know, primitive we are. We, you know, Russia has 7,000 warheads pointed at us and, you know, some other countries. And we have, you know, five or 6,000 pointed back. You know, it's, it's crazy. It's, if you really think about it, it's ludicrous. Well, the, our moral compass is this way from the, from the group to the individual. Right. Now our moral compass is about the individual. It's about me. If it's, if it's right for me, then it, it's reward. Right, exactly. You know, um, and but once you have that mentality, your yeah. next step, you know, when it comes to genetics, you don't have you don't have the moral understanding of what you're doing. It's okay in your mind. You're like, all right, well, you know, I'm gonna make this kid super smart or super strong or whatever and oh well I can do it so I'm going to do it. And that's the point we're at, I believe, as a human, well, as a human yes, race. Absolutely. Not as Americans, I mean as a human race that's right. It's at. not just Ameri well you see it across the across the globe. Yeah, and across the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean when you get to the point now, you know, we got Definitely not the genetically modified people out there burning and looting and turning things over. Right. But now you put a handful of supermen out there that say, we're not happy and you're going to perform what we want. We've got a real problem. we got a real problem. Yep, we got a real problem. Um, when they can think, maybe, you know, if, even if they can think five times faster, you're screwed. Or we're screwed. You yeah. know, we're screwed. You know, but, you know, it's going to get to the point, you know. Okay, we're we're doing this genetics, and this is another show topic, obviously, and we'll, we'll get into this further in another show. But you know, uh, Elon Musk, you know, of uh, it's a car company there, the electric cars are really oh, fast. Tesla. Tesla. Okay, they started Tesla. <clears throat> it said that you know the melding of machine and man is coming faster than people realize, and he's absolutely correct. You know, not just uh, cyborgs, but we're talking about melding artificial intelligence and human intelligence. And then you add in the genetic capabilities to it as well. And folks, you've got a real scary outcome when you think about it, especially if you do not have the moral understanding of what you're doing as a society. That's a scary, scary world that I'm actually afraid of my children growing up, of what they're going to grow into. I'm actually really, really afraid. Yeah. That's that scary. I mean, artificial intelligence would be another topic, but... Now you're now you're programming. You're you're trying to introduce an intelligence that just sees things as ones and zeros. Yep. Into the human condition, we're screwed. Yeah, we're screwed. Because we will make no sense. We will be we will be the virus. We will be the Trojan horse. We will be programmed to be deleted. Absolutely, it's like something out of freaking uh, you know the Terminator. 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 You know, yeah. By the way, is one of my favorite movie series of all times. But seriously, that movie—I mean, those movie series—it is absolutely fascinating to watch because you could actually see, if you really think about it, you could see where we're going, you know, as a, as a race. And, and I'm not talking about Americans. I'm not blaming Americans. I'm blaming a, the race and the entire world on this because that's the direction we're heading in. You know, it's just, there's no moral backing to anything anymore. You know, it's just a free for all. It, it really is a free for all. You know, when you have a non-binding. <laughs> Resolution from the UN, though you know seventy-three countries signed, the other you know hundred didn't. You have a serious issue. You know, you have a very serious issue. Um, yeah, scary, scary world. Um, going on that, you know, there, there's even more. You know, um, and again, this is probably the other show. We kind of lead into it a lot, I guess, and follow up at a different time because we're running out of time. We got about five minutes left. But 
and go, nanotechnology, it's here. Okay, uh -huh. it was science fiction 10 years ago, literally science fiction. In fact, my cousin and my uncle actually wrote, uh, co-wrote a paper that was published in the scientific uh, journal Nature about nanotechnology. They're both scientists, by the way. And it was about, uh, and this is probably 15 years ago now, uh, about nanotechnology. And they had predicted what was going to happen, blah, 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 and they were dead on. Um, we are there now. We're literally at that point with nanotechnology, we're just about there. And it won't be long before you have those little microbots implanted in your in your body and it will slow if not stop the aging process we're talking literally now about human immortality so let's add in genetics let's add in the cyborg aspect and then let's add in you know the technology to stop aging <laughs> and then you don't have any moral backing i mean it's just it's a frightening frightening outlook in so many different ways you know, um, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's scary. Our, our intellect is outgrowing our capacity controls. Yeah, ex ex absolutely. You yeah. know, it's we, we're we're trying we're running before we can we even know how to walk, and that's always always a bad. Thing. You know, even if even if all this stuff is good. The genetics is, what happens now? We we have to control population then. Oh, and here's another scary so, episode. So, yeah, so yeah. there's that slippery slope yeah. about controlling population. Um, it's going to make abortion look like, you know, nothing, you know. No, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, yeah, there's each each step, you know, there's the potential to uh, take two, three steps backwards. Or go ahead even quicker, which... May not be the right thing to do. It's crazy. It's actually just absolutely scary when you really think about all the different possibilities. You know, it's just uh, downright scary. And I, <clears throat> you know, if there are aliens here, and I, which another will hit that in another episode, but you know, I'm 100% sure there is, and I can actually prove it. Um, at least in the court of law, I can prove it, I think. Um, but I, I would think. That we're under quarantine or something, you know, they must be looking at us going, "What are these people nuts?" You know, if I were them, I, you know, I would, I would think the human race is crazy, and all the things we're doing, we're setting off nuclear tests all the time. We've got weapons that can destroy the planet ten times over at this point. You know, we got missiles pointed at each other. We're, we're invading countries over the dumbest things, and they're invading other countries over the dumbest things. No one can get along, and you know, people are blowing each other up in buses and. You know, and running into malls with bombs strapped to them. I mean, it, it, or cars or whatever it may be. It, it's just, I, it's human race is a train wreck. I, that's how I look at it. Quarantine, you said it. Back in the 60s, we were all about the space race. Space race. Yes. Let's get to the moon. Yeah. Get into space. Yeah. Oh, whether, whether you believe or don't believe in the, in the moon landing, we were all about that. And then all of a sudden, we've done nothing. Almost like someone stopping us from yeah. getting the technology it was either to go forward. 73 or 74 was our last mission to the moon. I can't remember what year it was. It was 73, 73 I think. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and then it just stopped. And we haven't left even low Earth orbit since no. then. We haven't been in high Earth orbit yeah. since. The yep. space shuttles, we're putting a station up there, blah, whatever. But we are, we are stagnant. In the, in the one field that we should be trying to excel at. Absolutely. So, 
more stuff to talk about down weeks ahead. Oh, yes. Plenty of shows coming, folks. Remember, you can find us at letstalkitall.com and, or www.letstalkitall.com. And you can also hear us on Diversity Broadcasting Network. Network.com. .com. And, and, um, yeah. So, with that, I just want to say, remember, folks, what we consider paranormal is just science that we just simply don't understand today. And with that, we're out. Have a good night. Good night.